monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature Joey G. And joining me, as always, the cutest podcaster in all of the town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? That's quite the introduction. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm working on my host voice. I don't like it. Just talk more. You don't like anything I do. That's not true. What do you like that I do? You make make good food. I ordered pizza tonight. Not, Not tonight. I did make good food up here. Chicken wings and pizza. Yes. Anyway, uh, welcome into the program, uh, the show where we watch a horror movie and we talk about it. Yes, we take turns, and this month was my pick. Yes, and you chose a Korean film. Yes. Directed by Jung Bum Jung Bum Shik, and based on a real life psychiatric hospital. Oh, it's called Gonjam. Gonjam Haunted Asylum. Haunted Asylum, and I picked it because. I heard it was really scary, and I, I like being actually scared, whereas you don't actually get scared. That's but true. you like, um, you like, uh, Jap- found, I like Japanese horror. And I like film footage. Yeah. And I mean, Korea and Japanese, Japan are different countries, but uh, yeah. This is a Korean, but you like yeah. Korean. I also like Korean horror. Yes. yes. I was just being a jerk. Um, so, and this is found footage, which I like, so I thought this is a good one for Nicole and Joy to watch. And it was a good one for Nicole and Joy to watch. So let's uh, listen to the trailer, and then we will discuss it. very spooky and also eerie if you hear little snuffling noises it's just our baby girl yeah she's very cute we have to hold her all the time maybe if we put a bottle in her mouth she'll be quiet while we record she's okay okay so nicole the movie 
Gonjom. <laughs> it is the third most watched horror film in South Korea after A Tale of Two Sisters, which we previously did on this podcast. Yes, it's very good. And, and some phone. movie called Phone. I've never, I've never heard, heard it. Of. But there you go. Might be worth watching. Maybe. It's hard to say. Well, A Tale of Two Sisters is awesome. So if it's yes, on the it same is. list as that. <clears throat> so this film concerns a haunted asylum. There's a cold open where there's two teenage boys who are recording themselves on their cell phone going to this abandoned yeah, place. Yeah, it looks kind of like a TikTok video. It's like upright cell phone style. Yeah, like don't hold... Come on, guys. Don't do that. Hold well, your phone it's, horizontally. It's true to what people do. Yeah, so. people are dumb. Dumb shit. And they're like laughing, trying to get into the dreaded room 402 that's said to be cursed. But then they hear a ping pong ball and they see a scary face for a second and then they're gone. They scream and they're gone. And, you know, there's news of the teenager's disappearance and then a guy named Hajun, who's the owner of a YouTube channel called Horror Times, decides to explore the building. And he assembles a motley crew of paranormal investigators. When there'd be, like, breaks, it would do their YouTube channel Horror Time logo. Yeah. Um, Because they're live streaming the events of this film. Yeah, it was... I just thought it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, right back at you there, Posey. So, uh, like I say, Hajun assembles a ragtag band of misfits to investigate and do a live broadcast with the goal of getting one million concurrent watchers. Yes. And that will somehow translate into profit. So, how does he assemble the team? I kind of... Yeah, it was... I didn't really... It looked like people, like, sent in... Like videos to the channel, and he chose them based on that. Oh, like, like I think it was what like a they've con- done. Yeah, it was like it was almost like people like applied and auditioned to be part of the crew, and then two people were part of his team already. Right. And then the other three were uh, others. So he gets a group of six people: three girls, Ah Hyun, Charlotte, and Ji Hyun, and three boys, Sung Hoon, Siung Wook, and Ji Yoon, uh, for this live broadcast. And they set up their equipment in and around the hospital, while Ha Jun stays at their base camp tent off of the back road and to control the broadcast. He's like Batman. And as soon as they like set it up and they were in the hospital and it kept cutting back to like what he was doing in the base camp, I was like, the first freaky thing's gonna happen in the base camp. I just knew it. Uh, yeah, also, if, if, if by some chance this is the first time you've heard this podcast, we're gonna spoil the movie. Right. So go watch it or don't give a shit. It's up to you. Yes. I'm not your dad. Uh, so they're exploring this spooky place. Uh, there's a whole thing with Charlotte pouring holy water to record reactions. Um, they find a group photo with all the patients and staff smiling. And I'm like, it's just like the picture of all the staff at the end of The Shining. And they go into a little bit of history of the women that ran the place as supposedly yeah, really they, mean and evil. They give of. a very small amount of yeah. backstory to, be to like, this hospital, yeah. They're yeah. like, oh yeah, the uh, supposedly the, the, she played ping the warden pong. killed them and loved ping pong. Like, okay, okay. Sorry, she's making lots she of noise She is, really, right yeah, now. holy moly. It's all right. Uh, so anyway, they're running around. They see, um, there's a, they find a doll in the lab, which they had seen earlier in a different part of the hospital. And they realized it was from the photo yeah, that the they doll saw. Is, exactly, the doll was being held by somebody in one of the photographs. Um like most found footage movies, very it's all about just setting things up for the first 45 minutes or so. Just them walking around. Getting to know the characters. The location a little bit. One's a bit the nerdy girl. One's like the cool girl. One's the hot girl. Yeah, you know, your three basic archetypes. Your three basic girl, bitch girls. The three basic girls. <laughs> and then the guys are there's like funny guy, scared guy, uh, yeah. kind of jock guy. I don't really know. It's basic pretty, bitch guys. They're pretty broad characterizations, yeah. I would say. 
Uh, so, they explore the group treatment room, they see coffins with holes in them, and then uh, Ji Hyun puts her hand into a hole, and it, like, pulls her in and scratches the fuck out of her. And then, so at this point, they're all just like, man, fuck this, this is bad, we should probably leave, right? Okay, so before this, they start to do a ritual. Oh yeah, they perform a ritual with the holy water, yeah. one of the rooms, but they're lighting yeah. the incense. And everything goes all scra- crazy and, and scary. And that's when we realize that... That was fake. That the guy, um, the leader... Yeah, Jahun. What's his name? Uh, wasn't it Jahun? Ja Rule. Oh. It was Ja Rule. <laughs> no? It's no. Hajun. Hajun um, has two guys planted in the hospital who have rigged it to be yeah. scary. Because they're, so. they're faking all the stuff to get the views, to get that sweet, sweet internet money. Yeah, so, um, the, but the other team, the rest of the team doesn't realize it's fake. They realize it's real, or they think it's real. And then when her hand gets pulled in with the scratches, and then right after that, one of the girl's hair goes up, yeah. her scarf goes up. And they think, well, we should and, leave. And then the two guys who've been planted in there are like, we didn't do that. This is fucking real. Instead of leaving, we demand more yeah, money. Go, we should leave. Or... We could, like, get a, high, a bigger cut from the guy who's not coming inside. Yes. That's the decision they make for some reason. Um, so uh, there's one great... See, I, the, the order of events kind of gets a little jumbled here in my memory, but one of my favorite parts is when uh, Hajun is watching the footage back of something, right. and he counts oh, yeah. them all. One, two, three, four, five, six. They're that all there, and then good. he goes, then who was shooting this? Because they're a, all in yeah. the... It's a great moment. Because it's something that had already happened. We yeah. didn't notice. And yeah. we don't n- learn until after, so that's pretty freaky. It's the kind of horror thing that I love that is clever and cool as long as you don't think about it for even a second. Because right. it's like, wait, so you, your camera was haunted? I, I'm not sure I understand. Like that's a, it's, it's very much just like, the call's coming from inside the house. Which I love. That's totally a trope that I'm all about. But that, even as a kid, I was always like, well, that doesn't make any sense. The phone, if you try to phone in your own house, the line is busy. Unless you have two lines. I guess. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Two Oh, look at you. Lines. Oh, two lines. Wow, look at you. Must be fucking nice. When I was a little boy, we were lucky to have even one phone. Two tin cans joined by strings. Now we got two fucking phone lines. Must be fucking nice. Could you get off your cell phone and pay Actually, attention no, to the podcast, I am. Please? This is what uh, it's Oh, no, part I heard about this. this. Yeah, I figured you were going to bring this up. Why don't you wait till the podcast is finished okay. reviewing the movie before you talk about the background. Okay, do let me do Do you want to do the research it. on your own time? Let me do the background then. Fine. Uh, so anyway, yeah, some people flee in terror. It, again, it's it's sort of a bunch of disconnected, typical found footage haunted house movie scares. It does um, the suspense really well. Yep, yep, pretty good. And I liked the scares. Keep going. Uh, one of the best parts, so eventually um, a few of them run around, run outside. Uh, Ji Hyun and Charlotte or, or decide to go head back to the base camp, but they get stuck in a weird illusion where Jihyun goes into a trance and her eyes turn black and then she does this weird thing where she like looks at the camera and goes Yeah, she looks a bit like Momo. Like her lip does yeah, that thing that Momo like it goes down. Mm-hmm. It was it was a neat little shot. Um, yeah, well, the first thing like she looks and she's like all like they're in the forest and she looks at the floor and she's like all the stuff from the hospital room is in, on the floor of the 
um, right. the forest. Right, on the forest, yeah. It's interesting you bring up that she kind of looks like Momo, because that kind of crystallizes something that I've been thinking about of this movie in my head. Like, I, I know you really like this movie, mm-hmm. and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was very well done, but like... For what it did, yes. Yeah, but it, it didn't connect with me at all or scare me, because there was no lore, there was no actual, there was nothing, there was no ba- it was just a bunch of scares in a vacuum. And almost all the scares, while well executed felt like they were from something else. So she kind of looks like Momo. There was hair in the face like the ring girl. There's stuff straight out of Blair Witch, like people standing in a corner against the wall exactly like that. Uh, um, The the photograph was just like the photograph in The Shining. Like, it's it's basically the greatest hits of haunted house movies. But done Um, well. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing poorly done in this movie. It's executed very well. You know, I was thinking about you, because you had said this after we watched it about the Mm -hmm. lore and stuff, and I, I love horror movies like that. But I also love horror movies like this where it's just a bit of junk food. Like, it's easy to digest. It's it's good. It tastes good. It's entertaining. And then I'm done with it after. I think that's where you and I differ because to me it doesn't taste very good. It just tastes like nothing. It's just like... It's like... Um, like soylent, like those things that are not food, but you're supposed to just eat them in place of food. See, but I got excited watching this. You enjoyed I think it. Yeah. The suspense got yeah. built up for me. I covered my eyes. You I did. liked that. Yeah, it totally. was fun. Nothing wrong with it. I I enjoyed watching a bunch of horror tropes that I like to varying degrees executed well. Yes. Like I would compare this to that movie. Um, was it called Viral? The Zoom movie we watched. Host. Host. I would compare this to Host. This is way better than Host, but it's similar to Host in that, like, I didn't care about... The, there was no background. There was no, like, reason for me to care about the story. It was just a bunch of high spots, but the high spots were impressive. See, for me, they spent enough time with the characters at the beginning that I was invested with the characters, that I cared what happened to them. Um, not the, the like not so much the backstory or whatever, but the characters, they spent a bit of time on their development, enough that I cared about them to, yeah, I, I wanted them to those two girls when they left the hospital I really wanted them to get to the base camp I, I really wanted them to just hurry up and die because I knew they were going to but yeah I, I didn't feel any attachment to the characters because they did sort of just feel like cardboard cutouts to me but I'm glad that they worked so well for you the way they cut it when she, she the I'm forgetting the characters names um hot girl Charlotte. Charlotte. The one girl with like a Western name that you could probably remember. She was running away from the other girl who's black eyed now and possessed. Who's a mole. Um, which is also black eyed is a reference to the black black eyed children, which is a folklore thing that you'd probably find really interesting. Or the black eyed peas. Black eyed children is scarier than the black eyed peas. I don't know. Fergie's pretty scary. The way they cut it, she sees base camp and she's yelling for captain. Um, that's what they call the leader. She said, Captain, Captain and is when she enters the base camp, she looks around and she's not in the base camp. She's in room 402. Yeah. There's no way out. There's a door, but she can't open it. And then Robin Williams comes in and they all step up on the desks and say, Oh, Captain, my Captain. No, and then that sliding guy comes. The, the shuffle man. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> what? You know what I meant. <laughs> kind of, I think. You said that guy was scary. You said that was a good... I get, like, okay, I'm going to okay. be annoying, and I'm going to compare this to the thing that I compare yeah, everything to it. to understand the world. Professional wrestling. So, this match, this movie, this match, this, match. this movie a match. is a bunch of really impressive high spots. It's like you go to an indie show, 
you don't have any attachment to the characters or to the ongoing story because you, there isn't one. You're just there for a one-shot. The match itself isn't is telling a bit of a story, but it's mostly just an excuse to do a bunch of athletic high spots. The high spots were all executed very, very well. It was very exciting. But at some point, I'm just like, slow down, work on a damn leg, tell a damn story. Yeah, this baby is smiling at me. See, she likes wrestling too. She gets it. So yeah, like, nothing wrong with anything in there. Just instantly left my brain the second it was off the screen. It, it did me too. I, but it was fine. Because at the time, I was like, after the movie, right after the movie, I was like talking to you about all the really cool high spots, as you mm -hmm. call them. That that's I really liked, and then I and now I've forgotten of them. But we didn't um, watch this that long ago, and the fact that it's been this difficult for us to recap the plot because there isn't really what found footage movies are hard to do plots for anyway, just because they don't typically follow like the traditional, traditional narrative. It's really is just like watching these things unfold, and there isn't so much a story other than they went to a haunted house where spooky things were supposed to happen. Spooky things did in fact happen. Everything went terribly poorly, and they all died at the end. I w um, one of the facts I liked is when a few of them all of a sudden they appear in room 402 you don't really know how they got there and they look up at the ceiling and there's water oh yeah there's like, a, oh, there's like a pond I think it was that pool they were looking down at remember oh yeah, yeah. but they're like underwater but mm -hmm. not underwater that was it really was neat, cool was I really cool. liked that I will say it was scary enough without the jump scares the jump scares were typical and not scary mm -hmm. and they, it, they did scary things like that the pool being underwater or the guy that was shuffling and then when he ran at her it wasn't scary but when he was just shuffling oh i remember who you're talking about now. Yes. there was a guy who was basically doing the electric slide back and forth for a while and then all of a sudden you ran at the camera yeah so i think it was it did scary well enough without having to resort to these tropey jump scares you know what it reminds me of a little bit you know how you go to a website and it's like you're staring at this picture and then all of a sudden something jumps out and screams yeah. on a web it's like it was a bunch of horror movie gifs strung together. No, it was better than that. I, I don't mean for it to be that reductive. Yeah. Those were the types of scares that were peppered throughout this thing. Ultimately I gave it three out of five. I think you probably were higher than that, but Yeah, I give it a four out of five. It did everything for me that I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I uh, I don't actually think I would recommend it unless you're really into this kind of thing, but you could do a hell of a lot worse. If you want some junk food that tastes good and you like found footage, I would say give mm -hmm. it a watch. It's not anywhere near as good as um, Noro... Noro is the, is the best. It was the best one of the best found footage I've ever And that's ever all seen. about lore and backstory. And I like, would really highly yeah. recommend that to anyone. I think it's yeah. so good. It's so scary. That one actually stuck with me. For a while. That might be the best movie we've ever done on this podcast. You think so? It's up there. All it's right. probably one of the five or six best it's movies I've ever seen. It's definitely up there, yes. But uh, yeah, you know, if you've already seen that, you can you can watch this if you want. If it's already on, like I wouldn't turn it off. I would watch it again because there you go. Um, I want to watch <laughs> it again. <laughs> no, no, please go ahead. Well, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd watch it again because uh, you know I'd, uh, well, I'd, uh, was, I'd watch, I'd watch it again. I guess. Like, the, like there's some movies like. Elmo and Grouch. No, I can't say Noroi. it. Noroi. 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 Close Sorry, enough. I'm really bad. I'm trying my best. Um, that are so good, and I feel like those types of movies, I have to be in the right mood for it because I really want to pay attention to them because they're so good. Or movies like this, I can throw on 
while I'm doing art, mm -hmm. and just like they're they're easier just to rewatch. I would, however, say that Norway is really easy to watch. You could easily just throw that on too. Like it's not like I don't know some other movie. It's not like Rosemary's Baby where you're like you have to sit down and focus. And I feel like you do because it's nah. so much backstory. I think that if you didn't pay attention to all the lore stuff, you could also just enjoy Norway as a spook fest. But anyway. It's like a, you know, a Fabulous Freebirds, not Fabulous Freebirds, it's like a uh, Rock and Roll Express, you know, 80s tag match, you know, solid fundamentals. I know. <laughs> Slow down. See, you relate it. Work on a damn you relate, leg. You relate movies Life. and everything to wrestling, and I relate it to food. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> junk food. Well, speaking of junk food, uh, and the people who eat it, <laughs> I'm not really sure where I was going with that, but I picked next week's movie. Months movie, not weeks. I can't you, we used, we to, do used to do this once week, a week, please. right? Can you imagine having that much spare time? <laughs> it's ridiculous. So we're watching next time on Bride of the Creature. We are watching a little film called Werewolves Within from 2021, a oh, semi-modern recent movie uh, directed by Josh Rubin from a screenplay by Mishta Wolf and based on a video game of the same name from Ubisoft. It's like a video game. Well, published by Ubisoft. It was um, developed by Red Storm Joey, Entertainment. It's like a video it's game. It's like a video game. And it stars Sam Richardson and Michaela Watkins is in this. So I'm excited. I've been wanting to see this one for a while. And it looks like a good time. And you know, I think it's about werewolves. I think it's a werewolf <laughs> movie. I love a werewolf movie. I'm always in the mood for a werewolf movie. So join us then for a good spooky time. And until that time, I remain the creature Joey G. And I'm the bride Nicole. Y'all, stay scary now. Kissy kissy. Let's go film ourselves walking around in the dark, bumping into things. And then we'll do the electric slide. Yeah, on the next one. Okay. What'd you think of the movie, babe?